Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So So. In case you ain't know so, and welcome back to another dope episode of Sports with So So, coming to you live, y'all. This week, Tua returns to help the Dolphins stop their three-game losing streak. The Heat season is officially on their way as it takes them three games to get their first win. The Panthers deliver back-to-back pizza mananas on the ice. And there's trouble in paradise for Miami Hurricanes football. It's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go! That team had a face. I would have punched it. No, we're, that's why we're saving them for dead last. No, yeah, dead last, dead last. Because that's last. where they are right now, big time. What's up, player? Yo, yo, it's a little aggro in here, and I kind of like the vibe. It's, you know it, what I'm it's about to be aggressive in here, dog. Because I like it. That game last night had me really, whoa, really on whoa, edge, dog. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, you want to flip? How was your weekend, my guy? It was all right. If I'm being honest, I heard you got your your ass whooped in the gym. Yeah, bro. Fucking shout out to Air Labs, man. Those guys are a serious gym and they put us through a serious workout over there where I live, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. I just got to let my body recuperate. That's not what you told me, dog. You said you were never going back, dog. You came in here hobbling. Nah, nah. They hooked it up with a good deal. You know what I mean? I'll put you down later. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a tough workout and. Those are the ones that I need to start getting into at this age, man. You know, turning 38 in a couple of months. Yeah, man. I got running get a half marathon in a couple of months. Like <sighs> I got it. I, I want to be like you when I grow up. I got to get I got to get on my <laughs> shit. But I did a lot of walking. I did get my steps in this weekend. You did, dog. I went to Horror Nights. Hadn't been there in a long time. Um, good time. Good group. It's good always group a good friends. vibe. Yeah, dog. it was a good vibe. Uh, we had a good weekend, bro. It was um, it was definitely a lot of walking, bro. Yeah, man. a lot of walking. I walked a lot, dog. Yeah, my and my watch are... always tells me like, "Hey, you reached your goal," and yeah. I'm like, "I didn't reach it intentionally." <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for. <laughs> I'm trying to me. chill on the weekend, you know. For real, my but... dogs are barking. But uh, speaking of dogs, we had some dogs last night. We got them dogs. We got and... we got some dogs in us, boy. And you know what, bro? It's like we were talking about as we were we were getting ready for the show, man. Like. Yeah, it's nice to get the victory, right? And we talked about it a lot on OnlyFans, which you guys should go check out right now. Facts. Go hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Like, comment. Uh, Yo, and let it be known, all right, that OnlyFans has been available since right after the, the game. Dolphins game ended. Okay, so right. if you did not have a chance to watch the game and you need a, 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 a refresher <laughs> that happened right after the game, like, you know, just an unfiltered feelings, no facts kind of kind of deal, well, there are also some facts in there as well. But, yeah, for sure. You know, as far as our opinions on it, you know, go check that out because, you know, we'll, we'll, we we do it right after the game for that reason. So that way we're not sitting there kind of thinking about it and have time to think about other things. It's just an initial reaction. Uh, but that's what we have this show for, too, is to talk a little bit more in depth about other things that kind of might have irked us or this something. This is the breath, right? This part of the show is where we breathe and it's like, all right, let's go ahead and, and recollect ourselves, right, and see what really happened last night. Um because it didn't look great. It didn't look great. And if you watch the game on their last drive, if you didn't think that we could have given up a touchdown to lose that game, I don't know what the hell you were watching. Because I personally felt like that game would have would have gone 50-50. And it happened to go the 50 our way where the guy yeah. we least expected to make the play ends up making the play. Yeah. You know? And um, for all the shit we've given him, you know, we have to give his name his proper credit today. Noah Igbanabi played a hell of a game. Wow, you, you played really uh, good with that. Yeah, man. I, I, I have save, trouble with I his I name. save it when, when he does well, bro. 
Um, he played, yeah, he played well. Came up with a huge play mm-hmm. and was targeted all night. Yeah, they were picking. Gave up that one touchdown, right? He gave up that one touchdown. Whatever. Okay. He looked weird on it, but bounced back and did not put his head down. Knew that he was one of the few cornerbacks that suited up and said, "You know what? I have to continue my mission for this game." And all praise due to him for. Shutting oh, yeah. out the game, you know what I mean? No, he won. He literally won us the game. It wasn't, you know, to a with a you know last minute drive, two minute drill, you know, kind of situation. It wasn't, uh, um, well, well, any of our D linemen. You no. know, it wasn't Jalen Phillips getting a strip sack. It wasn't, you know, Wilkins getting in there. It, it wasn't Baker. You know, it, it wasn't or even it Holland. Wasn't it wasn't even Howard. Holland. Well, Holland had a moment there where we almost looked like we had it right. We he right. Got, he got a pick with about three minutes left, and when we needed our offense to generate a drive most, even though we were getting pretty vertical a lot of the game, you know, there, the first quarter was was good to us. Second quarter, we kind of tailed off. Third, there was just an absence. Um, and uh, what does that say? Oh, fuck, did you read it? No, I didn't. Damn. All right. My bad. No worries. Um, but anyways, yeah, they, 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 the offense was absent on that one drive right there, man. It really and was. They caught, and it almost cost us the game, but the defense was able to, I mean, I, 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 they stepped it up because the defense ended up sealing the game, but they also were the ones that let that same Kenny Pickett-led Steelers go all the, all way, the down way down the field say into it. a situation where they could almost score. Under, under two minutes with no timeouts. Under two minutes with no timeouts. And and we're talking about an offense that we ha- were in control of for a majority of the game, right? Um, we held their key players to moderate stats, right? Chris Claypool did what he's going to do. He Chase, did. Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool, he played really well. Yeah. Didn't blow up, right? Oh, Najee they're, Harris, they're, another really good running back, didn't blow up. Yep, we right? contained him as well. Kept those uh, guys Deontay in check. Johnson, who's their number one receiver there, he didn't, he was a Kept those quiet. guys in check. We kept those guys in check. Did they make their plays? Yes, they made their plays because they're great players. You're not shutting anybody down. Tyreek Hill, right? We burned them on the show because he's like, ah, you had seven catches for 77 yards. And it's like, well, you know, that's an off day for him. But whatever, he did well, right? When 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 you go back and review the tape on this game, man, their offense in the second half looked better because there were times where they were moving down, you know, and then the Dolphins will come up with a, third, with a stop. Boom. And, and those, especially in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, when, like you mentioned, uh, Holland made the pick, right? And we're thinking, well, this is going to seal the game because the Dolphins are going to get the ball back and we're going to be able to run this clock down. We couldn't even get a first down, dude. Couldn't even well, get a first down. Also, with that, you know, we've talked about it. it the, the play calling was questionable. You know, the, the what, what we were actually doing there, I think it was on a set, on second down. You know, we hadn't gained anything on first. And the second down, we went like a deep shot. You know, yep. instead of just playing for the first down, run the ball. I mean, that's another, you know, that's a gripe we've had all season so far. Let's talk about that. Is we haven't been running the ball enough, man. Let's talk At about that. At least not to my liking, bro. No. And, and I like the passing. I like two passing. I like using our weapons. But damn, dog, also, you got to make them respect the run. Absolutely. And if, the, if you're going to do those play actions and RPOs and things like that, then you need to make them respect the traditional run. And the only way you can do that is by running the ball. And Mostert is, uh, like, upfield. He's a vertical player. That's what I love about him. He's not, like, bouncing around in the backfield trying to find the hole and losing three, four yards. No, bro. That guy hits the hole and explodes. And gets six yards almost every carry it looks like and it's like you get two of those and that's a first down I, i'm glad you mentioned the, his yards per carry because he's one of the few guys that with the amount of attempts that he's had he's over his his six point yard average so every time this guy touches the ball he's killing it so far on the season 87 attempts 388 yards rushing that's four and a half yards a carry easy one rushing touchdown so that's terrible what the hell is that dog we have to become a run oriented team 
We have like to that. be, dog, because without that, without that, we're never going to be able to get the ball to Waddle and, and Hill. More importantly, Hill, because last night we forced like four throws to Hill. And if we're talking about forcing throws, Tua have four interceptions that were dropped. Yeah, know? yeah, I was a big We should have lost that game last night, homie. When you go back and you look at the tape and you look at how that team played in, in the clutch moments versus how our team played in the clutch moments, we deserve to lose that game. Yeah, now, dog. it doesn't work like that in the NFL, right, where the team that's supposed to win or should deserve to win wins most of the games. It doesn't work like that. You have to make plays. You have to show out and you have to do something to win the games i agree and then that's what we did in the end of the day this unit as a unit you know because you can make the argument like some people we know that will say the defense is the reason we won this game and you got to counter argue and say had it not been for that first touchdown drive that the dolphins did put up okay with Tua, you know getting a touchdown there yeah with to raheem mostert then we don't then at that point what is it nine nine nine, ten is the game because we won by a touchdown so 10, and 16, we don't 10. even know so if we would have scored that. Touchdown, then we have three field goals, and, and they win the winning 10-9. So it's like we need both sides. And, yeah, it wasn't pretty, but we're also ban- banged up, and we're spread thin, man. And then on top of that, we got a coach that's a first-year head coach that we can see that he's kind of learning on the fly. He was, he was kind of back up against the wall maybe, three-game skid. You know, you lose one to the division. You were first in the division three games through, and then now six games through, you're in third place. Yeah. And you're, you're like, all right, I got I to gotta write the ship. I got you know, to figure this out. So he's still learning on the fly, and I think that's for the bad play call, like the two runs by Chase Edmonds that we had back-to-back. Back-to-back, fourth and third, instead of getting the three points. You know, and, and on fourth and, th- and three, that's not the play you run. I don't have an issue with him going for it. I don't think no Dolphin fan has an issue with him going for it at that moment. The issue is the call. The play call that you made. Yeah, that right? third down, running it is fine, but why are you doing it with Edmonds? You could have run a, you could have ran a, the play to run is the bootleg where you put Tua in motion, Moser in motion, and now you have the tight end Gaseki above him, and then you put Waddle over him, and then you put Tyreel Kill over him, and everybody's going in the same direction, and they're not going to be able to cover everybody because we only need three yards. That should have been the play. Not a run into a, a a big time weak side of our offensive line. We weren't even running to the left. We ran it to the right. You know, third down. I'm okay with the run, just not with Edmonds. That's first of all. Edmonds hasn't done anything for us. As Too far, far as, for me, bro. Like I like that's just not not just that's just not smart. And then fourth down. Okay, we're gonna go for it. You're gonna be aggressive. You're not gonna take the points. Why wouldn't you do that bootleg and roll it out and get it in the air? Why would you put it on the ground? And on top of that, put it on the ground with a guy that is our not our best running back. Like, why is not our best running back out there? So the a little fact bit, that he you know, had a little bit seven carries on on Mike McDaniel's for, for that. sure. For sure, Mike McDaniel's has to be kicking himself, right? Because um, what he did was put his team in 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 a position to lose, and ultimately it didn't work out like that. He got lucky. Right, Martin said it last night. He got lucky. He damn sure did. And I don't think the defense bailed him out. I think we got lucky because if we look at who made the play, and all due respect to him, that's not the guy that we expected to make the play. And that's not the guy that probably would have made the play seven times out of ten. That's just speaking honestly, right? Yeah. The fact that Chase took seven carries away from Moser is pissing me off. This guy has yet to have a game where he has 20 carries in a game. 16 carries last night, 79 yards, 4.9 average. Give this guy the fucking ball. Yeah. Give this guy the ball. Like, I, And we, we said it. You want to protect Tua, you protect the quarterback by running the ball. You want to open up the top for Hill, 
cool, no problem. You got to run the ball because the times that we were throwing it, we, it, it was just timing uh, routes, right? Yeah, Where the yeah, guy's running and Tua says, I'm going to throw it. The DB is not even looking back, right? And the wide receiver knows that the play, the ball should be here. Sherfield had two catches like that yeah. in the middle. Yeah, there was one that almost was a pick. And there was a couple of passes to Waddle over the middle that were a little high, too, that he's dumping it. You know, he's he's doing it because he got to get away from the defender and all that. But I'm just afraid that, you know, what, like we saw – we, we see that all the time. Like, you just can't get your hands on it or something. It was raining in that game in particular, you know. Uh, the ball slips out, and then you got a safety that's deep back there, and it's easy pickings for them to grab that sure. ball. So we did get away with a lot yesterday, bro. I get that. I totally understand that. But, dog, I am happy, and I'm here for the wins, bro. Yeah, we got to sure. win. We're 4-3 we're and three now. We, we stopped that three-game losing streak, and now we have – you know, potentially not a walk in the park, but we have a team that's also banged up that also has some head coaching, not issues, but, you know, there may be some concerns there, you know, as far as is he the right person? I love Dan Campbell. Don't get me wrong. Former Dolphins interim head coach. Uh, you know, he's a great uh, right. players coach, but hell of an entertainer on the on that HBO on hard, hard knocks. knocks. But dog like, you know, is he really the guy there? And they've been Who kind knows? of struggling with their injuries and all that. Jared Goff. Was started off hot. He's kind of cold right now. Yeah. So depending if our defense is healthy enough, I mean, we also lost uh, Jones. Yeah. So well, Jones that was is, the news today that Brandon Jones is going to go on the IR with yep. a knee injury. So we just got him back for this game. He goes out in the you know second or third quarter, and then he's out now again. So we lose that. Now we need Noah to step up. We're gonna you know we need Noah to step up, and we need other guys to step up. Considering we have Needham out as well. So Torres Achilles. Like, we we gotta we gotta figure something out as far as if we're gonna sign somebody, if we're we're gonna promote from the practice squad because we're we're really running thin here. You have to go out there and sign somebody right now, Doug. Right now, because Cater Kehu, for as good as he's been in those spurts, he's also hurt. Um, Keon Crossing also hurt. Those guys both like have been playing injured. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to be seven, six games in, seven. We don't even have the bye week coming up, right? We're like, what, two weeks away from that? Yep. Tough games. I mean, you're going on the road to face a Lions team, and then you're going on the road again to face a Bears team. And those teams can beat you. A thousand percent right now. If we're on our if we're on our game, then yeah, it's gonna be hard for those teams to beat Correct. us. Right. But, but if we play right now. If we play like we played last night with the injuries that we have, a sixteen to ten game going against us is not out of the realm. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's no, not. but so what? What's happening? You know, what's ha- what has happened so far is our defense has kept us in games and helped us, you know, win games. Ex- you know, except for the 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 comeback by two against the Ravens and all that. You know, that's that's on the offense there. But that's what we need more of now in these next two games. Is yeah. We need the offense to step it up and generate drives and generate points. And it's not just Tua and his guys. It's McDaniel's calling the plays. We yeah, need, we need that entirety from from McDaniel's down to, to, to Tua and the guys out there on the field. Everybody needs to gel on offense, and we need to be able to control the clock. Even up the clock you know time of possession so that our injured defense our depleted defense doesn't have to be out there as long absolutely man look the dolphins are three and one at home right one and two on the road two and one in the division right now we have the only negative um differential when it comes to points right we've we scored 147 and we've given up 165 so for anybody who points to this defense being a great defense we don't a great defense doesn't allow 165 you know what I mean? Um, especially against other teams that we've played, right? Right. Um, for me, I'm 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 concerned with how it's going to be in our division, right? Because yeah, the Jets have won four games in a row, but if you look at who they beat, they haven't beaten like a bunch of really good teams, right? They beat the Steelers, uh, who we just beat because we know that they're struggling. Um, they beat us with a backup quarterback, right? Um, 
They beat the Packers, who are definitely struggling right now. And they beat a Broncos team without their star quarterback, who's also struggling. You know, not a lot of impressive victories. And now we get to see them play the Patriots on Sunday. That's going to be an important game to watch. Um, The Bills have a tough matchup against the Packers on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. Excuse me. Let's see how that game turns out. Mm -hmm. The Dolphins have to worry. Hey, let's see. Because Aaron Rodgers could turn up, right? Come on, dog. I know. I know. I'm expecting the Bills to win that game. Aaron Rodgers is a double-digit underdog for the first time in his career. Weird. That's not weird, bro. It's They're an offensive juggernaut. No, it's weird to hear that for how good he's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But, it is, bro, that's how good the Bills are, and that's how shitty the the Packers are. So, five and one, bro. Bills are five and one. Honestly, we can't worry about what the rest of the division is doing. We can't worry about what the rest of the conference is doing. We can't worry about what the rest of the league is doing we got to worry about what's going on in our locker room and we got to worry about who we're playing on sunday that's it well let's focus on one game at a time bro no we got to focus on getting healthy that's it but that's all we can do is focus one game at a time get healthy one game because the moment we get healthy then i feel like obviously things are going to start changing for this team right and it's going to allow us right to get back to the type of football we saw early in the season where things were clicking guys were healthy and people can can do their jobs this this depleted defensive back thing that we have going on right now is really worrisome, dog. The defense can be as good as it wants, but if we don't got nobody back there to protect, they're going to throw on us, dog. And that we've already seen that this season. Yeah. Teams going over the top over and over and over in us against us because they can find some success. I don't know, man. It's uh, This next game against the Lions, I'm expecting a victory, right? Because I'm, I'm hoping Tua watches this tape and says, what the hell was I thinking? I need to relax with myself and what I can do out there on the field. And hopefully McDaniels finds out a way to get the ball in Mostert's hands at least, at least 20 times this game. We got to run the ball one time this in, in a season, dog. We have to, dog. 20 carries. That's all I want. I'm just hoping that the opening play is a rush and not a throw. Let's see, bro. I'm, I'm sure the, the odds are probably 50-50. Bro, not for our offense. But nah, it's probably 80-20 <laughs> throw. Yeah, exactly. It's probably 80-20 throw. Uh, Let's see. Nah, yeah. Lions, I'm Bears, Browns, Texans, 49ers, Chargers, a bunch of teams there that we can beat. Yep. But we, we got to be on our got, A game, man. We got we to... Gotta, we got to take it one game at a time, dog. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Uh, let me get a quick prediction. For this uh, Detroit score on the road. Give me the score. Shoot, man. We're going to have to put up points this game, I feel like. We do. Because you know, uh, they're at home and they can put up points, too. They did, they did so in the beginning of the season. So I'm going to say 31-21. Uh, Clean. 31-21. I'm hoping that the – I'm hoping it's not that much. It's like 27 or 14. 27 to 13, something like that. Sure. You know, where there's enough of a gap in the second half for us to be like, we're going to win this game comfortably. You know, we don't have to worry about it. So let's see. Um, heat season, man. Tipped off. Had to wait a little bit Damn, to get a bro, little bit I of pizza. My jersey on. We're playing right now. And we're playing right now against the same team we just beat on Saturday night. Yep. Um, let's get our first win of the season. Yeah, our first man. official. Pizza mañana, for sure. Um, Heat season started off a little slow, right? We had that game against the Bulls, which was weird. 116 to 108, we lose. Uh, Came out strong. Taylor two halves. Right? Came out real strong. Had a nice lead heading into the halftime. And I'm thinking, okay, we're going to keep it together and put it away. But 
he got super cold in that third quarter, and the yeah, Bulls man. just not the Bulls, excuse me. The Mar Rosen went off on us. You yeah. know what I mean? Everything, every and he, everything was contested. It looked like, and everything was going in for him. But it, I mean, he's elite. He's an elite scorer. Though. And then imagine to to follow that loss up to face a really good team in wait, the wait, Celtics. Wait, wait, we're not jumping there yet because we still got. I got some stuff I want to dissect to pick apart well, from that first game. We're gonna have to talk about the performances over the three games. I know, but let, let just real quick, just Shoot. for that first game. Couple three things. I'm gonna give you three what things stood that, out for you. That were my three observations in that game. Okay, uh, Hero and Jimmy are still our one A one B for scoring. offensive scoring for sure. Okay, that's not gonna change. Yep. Um, I still have question marks around Bam at a bio mm. after an opening night performance mm. like he had, which was abysmal, and. Uh, um, DeMar DeRozan's uh, ex-Raptor compatriot is garbage. Yeah. And we should have never traded for this guy because no. Kyle Lowry is looking like a bag of shit. He, he's looking rough, jersey. man. He's looking rough. Those but are look, my three observations from that first game. That first game was really bad for him. I think he ended up with like seven points. He didn't. Two, two points. Excuse me. He had less than seven points for the first time in his career. Like it was it was such such an off night, you know. And again, you said it. It was a tale of two halves in that game. He really strong first quarter, kind of fell back behind in the second quarter, but we're still ahead comfortably enough. And then, boom, get blown out by 10, 37 to 27 in the third. Follow that up with another weak performance in the fourth. Not enough threes made, and we find ourselves struggling to lose our first game of the season. Then I'm thinking, okay, how, the Heat are going to bounce back. We're going to figure out what went wrong, right? Suppose going to make a little adjustment, and the Celtics game is where we're going to make our stand. And the Celtics game was a lot of the same shit. We come out in the first quarter looking good, right? Moving the ball around, people hitting some shots, and it's like, okay, Bam came out a little bit more aggressive. Kyle Lowry came out a little bit more aggressive, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be the game. Again, another another disappointing second half where we we come out in the second half in the third quarter and end up losing the quarter after being down heading into halftime. Like, those are things that when you look back to how the game plays out, right, if, you, if you're not just looking at the box score, you're going to look at that and be like, yo, this is always where the Heat usually try to beat the other team. When, the, when they're coming from that halftime adjustment and say, all right, they were working on this. Here's how we're going to beat that. And I didn't see that at all in either of those first two games. And even in the third game against the Raptors, we didn't get a chance to see it because the Heat were ahead by so much, right, that they didn't need to make too many adjustments to, to kind of get that victory. Right. But that Celtics game, bro, like, that's, that's not the game that, that you look at and you're like, damn, the Heat played kind of well, but we just lost to a better team. Nobody no. played well that game. No, uh, except for and, Hero. Excuse well, me. They, like you said, they, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry and Bam did bounce back those games. You know, Kyle had two points that first game. He had seventeen in this one, so there was a difference. Uh, Gabe Vincent put up seventeen. Jimmy had eighteen. Um, Tyler Hero had twenty five. So we did have some scoring there, but we had one of my guys, bro. That did, you know, this guy I think produces a little bit more, and it changes the game for us. Max Struess. Yeah, Max Struess only had two points. Two that points. Game. Rough. And he's been playing really well, man, because he has. he's that's been playing the, great. In those first question, three, that's the thing we need is everybody all together, especially all the for the, the, the reigning Eastern Conference Finals champion and, and, and the ones that took us out, right? The yeah. Boston Celtics. And yeah. right now in the power rankings in the NBA, they're the number one. Yeah. So it's like we lose 111-104. Like you said, you know, like you look at that box score and it's a little bit misleading. But 
we're also missing a couple of uh, uh, one main guy. I mean, in my opinion, it's Max Struess. I think Max Struess just has ten points that game, and it makes all the difference for us. But you said it. You know, it needs to be this this heat season, right? A lot of its success is going to depend on team effort, right? Everybody pitching into the offense. Well, that's what we've always right? been about. But more particularly now, right? Because Duncan's shooting has fell off. We've seen, like, we haven't seen Victor Oladipo yet. Like, so we don't see what the true potential of the offense can be or what it has been before, right? Because there were a, there was a period of time where we were smoking teams, smoking teams, 115 points easily, right? But now, since we're struggling to to generate those buckets, it needs to be a nightly team effort where everybody's saying all right if i'm on the on the floor for 12 minutes i gotta have at least six points i gotta have at least eight points and if you're on the floor for 20 minutes you gotta put at least 12 points on the on the on the floor 15 points right if you're a strews if you're a a duncan if if you're a hero whoever when you're out there you gotta be in 15 plus every night because it needs to be the team effort even jimmy like it's too early to call on jimmy and be like yo you gotta drop 30 every night homie for us to get a dub Nah, it's too early for and that. that. Is, is that as Spo is even, you can tell that he's not going to do that, especially this early on in the season. In that first game, he waited till like the last seven, six minutes. We were down. We had in the second fourth. unit in the fourth, and he waited till like the last seven, six minutes to get Hero in and then Jimmy in. Right. So, you know, like, you know, like he's not, like it's still early on in the season. He's not going to play these guys the same way he will in the playoffs. No. But still, man, I mean, I know it's early on, but. I mean, th- seeing that the the same team, the same core is back for the most part, it, it feels like we're missing. We're still missing something. We were missing something in the playoffs, and I feel like we're still missing something right now. A hundred percent, we're missing the big guy. A hundred percent. That's going to be the biggest, you know, flaw that this team has right now. That we have no real size. You know, count on the mechanic all you want, but he's limited. Very limited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, bringing it back to Max Strews, like it. He bounced back in that Saturday game against, against the, the Raptors. Raptors. Uh, in his first three games, he's averaging 14 points per game, four rebounds a game while shooting 47% from the three-point. I feel like this guy should have been one of our contenders for breakout player of the year, right? Because at, at, the, at the rate that this guy is going, I think that he might be in contention for – I don't think you have Should Strews. I not take him? Who'd you have? I think I have Struess. I don't know. You're making me think about it, bro. I'm, we're going mm, we're, we're to run the tape back, but I'm you? pretty sure I called Struess, dog, being the fucking, the, the one that but if you did. to step it up this year and bring it bring it for us. Because, bro, you were showing it last year, bro, in the games that we finally started in, in, you know, towards the end of the season. Yes, sir. And then in the playoffs, we gave him that opportunity to start. And guess what? He delivered. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, bro, that, that kid is a gem right there. Yeah. Defensively sound and offensively has a stroke when he's hot. That, that three ball's on fire, bro. He's he's showing that he's he's more comfortable, you know? And when you're more comfortable, you're playing freely. And when you're playing freely, things come to you naturally. And when they come to you naturally, everything seems to work out for you and everything seems to go your just way. It looks easier, the, too. The rim is much bigger. You're, you feel yourself finishing yeah. better bounces when you're at, go the, your way. at the rim. Bounces go your way, right? Like the ball tips off the defender after you try to get the steal. All those little things start to click, especially in basketball when you have that rhythm, yep. that you know, that groove. I, I hope that Duncan finds his groove because I feel like we're going to need three-point shooting in the worst way until we find a rotation or a... A solution for the big man, right? I feel like we're gonna need three point shots 
consistently. And I don't know if I should expect that from Victor Oladipo just yet. Well, you know Oladipo's what I mean? Well, Oladipo's been His, absent. He's been hurt the first two. What, was three games. Hurt? Yeah, the first three. I don't even think he's playing tonight. No. Against the Raptors I don't in think the back-to-back. So. Um, but... You know, Duncan, honestly, bro, we paid that guy last year. He showed us his true colors. I'm not really expecting much from him. I know what he can do as a three-point shooter, but I feel like the, the Heat are kind of just saving him and maybe want to trade him. Maybe, you know, there's trouble in paradise for the Lakers. Oh, like, so Papa. who knows? Maybe they need a three-point shooter. Maybe trade him over there. I don't, don't know bring what Russ they have. I don't want Russ, but maybe there's something else they have, like a big guy or something. I don't really know what the, the Lakers have to offer. Not a lot. But it, I, don't, I don't see that being a big issue. What I'm seeing... Um, is uh, we need a big guy, like we said, and we got a we got a forward right now that is a little inconsistent. But I'll tell you what, I will take him in a UFC fight, in a cage <laughs> match. I'll take this guy in a heartbeat. Bro, Caleb Martin showed that he is not no punk. What bitch, a dog. dog! Um, and you know what? I like that. Hell yeah! You know what I mean? I like that because number one, he's showing that a he's gonna be ready to fight, right? Not necessarily fight physically, but he knows he's going to be going against bigger guys than him, taller opponents, heavier opponents, and he's not going to back down from anybody. And it takes a lot of courage to do 100%. that. You know what I mean? And it also shows the team like, yo, I'm here for you guys, and I'm not letting this shit slide with me or with none of y'all. You know? Uh, that does a lot for team morale. That does a lot for chemistry, you know, bringing the guys closer as a unit. I hope that it sparks something into this team. And for Caleb himself, I feel like he's done his job so far. It's only been three games, right? So it's not like we could say this with some type of hardcore definity uh, or definition. But having Caleb Martin at the four right now, right now is not that bad, right? If he's going to play like this, aggressive, that you're not going to take me for granted, you're not going to punk me, you're not going to back me down type attitude, I could take that. I like it, but I want it coming off the bench. Eesh. Who he's you not, gonna he's not a, but he's not. That's my point. That's why I say there's something missing. Caleb is great to come off the bench, but I we need somebody else there to start because that's a really good spark for him to come off the bench and bring that scrappiness yeah, but you and know deliver. Because in that first game too that we had against the Bulls, he had like 14 points yeah. all in the first half. Yeah, he didn't well. do anything in the second half no, for us because we got. He's got to figure out the the conditioning for that. You know what I mean? He's got to find out the conditioning to when when to go hard, when to get a rest, when to play uh, aggressive, when to give up maybe an easy bucket or whatever. He's got to figure that out. It's not easy. It took P.J. Tucker his whole career to figure that shit out, right, to become a master at that. Um, if Caleb can do some of it, then that's great, you know, because, again, it's a temporary solution until we either get a big man, we get a, a, a better four, right, or our rookie Happens to the to turn into something amazing, and we slot him into the four, right? I haven't seen him yet. He's not going to play for a while. The Heat are going to take their sweet time with him because they're not going to want to expose him and then be like, oh, shit, we can't even play him now. You know what I mean? So it's a temporary solution. And, and if Caleb is going to be the temporary solution with this attitude and playing hard like that and giving me 14 points a game, whether it's in the first half or the second half, I don't care, but you're giving me 14 points a game, I'll take that from him. A guy like Caleb Martin, a guy that I'm not really ex- expecting a whole lot of offensively. He, uh, in our win, he had 22 minutes. He got six points, five rebounds, two assists. I like that. That's work. That's work, dog. Going against, again, bigger defenders. Defending a Pascal Siakam who, who can do whatever he wants to Caleb Martin. You know what I mean? That kid's good. Yeah, that guy's really good. Um, one, of the, one of the players that's rumored to be potentially moved is an ex-Heat player. Who's that? Jay Crowder. I know, but I saw, uh, you know, 
until it's official, right? We won't know. Phoenix is holding on to that. I don't know what that situation is looking like. Will he help here? Yeah, but he's an he's a older veteran, savvier Caleb Martin, undersized guy, right? Who's gonna play? Uh, at a disadvantage at that Bro, four position. Jay Crowder would dog Caleb Martin. I'm not saying that he wouldn't. What I'm saying is that he's much older now, right? So it's not the same Crowder from five years ago. That's already been five years. We didn't have him five years ago. Look, look at bro. Look we it had up. Three years ago, dog. Is we lost him. We and got, got him PJ. here, right? But what I'm saying is that we, when we got him here, that has been five years. He's not that same player. <laughs> I mean, you know what I, I mean? I think he can still deliver the three ball and he's a great defender. True. And he'll probably do it in 12 minutes. He's not doing it in 25 minutes, 30 minutes a game. He's not. He's just not, dog. Because if he were, if he if he were able to do that, I know six teams off the top of my head that would love to have that guy, including us. Including us right now. We would have traded whoever for that guy. We would have traded fucking Gabe Vincent for him. You know what I mean? Come on. That's that's not that's not the issue. The issue is Finding somebody for the long term. Drake Crowder would be a short-term solution, too, right now for this season. Yeah. You know? The, the yeah, answer is finding a big a, man. A long-term. We yeah. need a long-term solution. And, and whether, it, it, whether it presents itself through a trade, through somebody being hurt, and now the team is falling apart and they're doing a fire sale, whatever, something like that, that's what we need to be on the lookout for. That's what, what could ultimately help the Heat. But tonight they're playing the Raptors again at home, which is weird. You usually don't see a back-to-back Home stand, right, against the same team. Um, but that's before they go on the road, man. And um, that little road trip might not be that easy for the for the Heat, man. They're going to be playing a tough team in Golden State. Uh, well, not Golden State just yet. Um, let me see who they have here once they beat them. I know they're playing. Yeah, they're playing Portland, Golden State, and then Sacramento. Tough road trip right there. Yeah, Sacramento. Nah, they, they, don't got tough. A, they don't got a lot there going on. But, damn, that Golden State team. Bro. Yeah. They had they they put up eighty something the other day in the first half. Did you bro, see that game? Imagine what they did. You see that game? I didn't, bro. I Curry didn't. Curry had like twenty eight in the first half. They and put they put up and with bro they put up. I think he had twenty like six twenty eight or something like that. And they had eighty something as a team. So you take that away, they, they still put up over sixty points, which is phenomenal, phenomenal. for an NBA team to put up in a, in a half. I'm telling you, the this Heat team right now has a long way to go. Has a ton of potential. But a long way to go. Um, Jimmy's doing his thing. Good start to the season. Averaging 22 points per game. Cool. Tyler stepping up to the plate. 20.7 points per game. Cool. Then after that, huge drop off. You drop down to 14.7 for Max. And then 13.7 for Bam. And then you have Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry at 12. Gabe at 9. You, if, if you're not going to have a guy at 25, 28 points per game, then you need to have 10 guys at at least 12 points per game. Yeah. At least, you know? No, we need right there. We need Bam. We, we need Bam. Bam. We need that number to be high for Bam. Bam, Bam needs to be a 20 and 10 guy. And I and I have. 20 and 10. I, for sure. I haven't seen that aggressive Bam. Now, what I have liked from Bam so far in these three games is shooting. He's not thinking about it. He's not, like, trying to do a 15 jabs and trying to, like, fake out his defender. The moment that guy doesn't move or doesn't come towards him, he's like, well, I'm going to shoot it. Whether it goes in or not, shoot the damn ball, you know? And the Heat, uh, they're, they're going to benefit from that, man. He's going to benefit from that. He, he needs to be a guy who's 20 and 10 every game. Every game he needs to be 20 and 10. And for a guy like him, it could be so easy, bro. Has to be. Let's see, man. Uh, Victor Oladipo out. Caleb Martin out with the suspension. Um, Yurtsevin out. <sighs> this Heat team, man. 
it it might not be a, a smooth ride in the beginning of the season, but like I said, if they can find a way to get that team scoring up, it can it, they can hang their hat on their defense, unlike another team that I know. What team is that? So, uh, let me not say. We're gonna save, save that. Them. We're gonna we'll save, save that. that. We're gonna save that. Save it. Let's go ahead and uh, slide on down to the ice for the Florida Panthers. Ooh, like that, bro. Those new jerseys, the ones that I sent Fire. you. Fire. Dog, I, that's the one. Thank God, that's I, the I, thank one. God I couldn't get one last year because they were sold out. Because that's, that's, that's the, the one. one Yo, dog. Those jerseys are hot. Hard, bro. And I'm glad that the Panthers are getting into that, right, where they're doing different jerseys. They had that breast cancer awareness jersey with the pink logo on everything and the white jersey. Kind of like my pink shirt from Empire Boutique. Shout out to them for plug. Yeah, that is a nice shirt, by Thanks, the way. Thanks, man. Um, we're supporting Breast Cancer Awareness Month here, too, bro. Uh, the Panthers, man, that's a franchise that's on the up and up. <laughs> yeah, Completely on the up and up, bro. Start off the season 4-1-1, uh, one and one, real impressive wins. They got two out of the three games on the road, come home lose uh, to win their first game, lose a tough game to the Tampa Bay Lightning in overtime, 3-2. to two. But I just feel like this Panthers' identity is, is finding itself. And it's, like I said, it's based on offense, supplying the defense they're in their in the three four games that they've won they've scored three goals four goals four goals and three goals and they've only allowed two goals three goals three goals and one goal so they're they're not there where they want to be defensively but they know that they can use their offense to help their defense yeah but we've also had an injury yes uh, we've Huge also, injury. we also made an acquisition. We also have some new faces on the team. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of, I, I actually, we're kind of doing a little bit better yeah. than, than I kind of anticipated, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny that Eric Stahl is, is his brother plays here. <laughs> really? Yeah. So both of the Stahl brothers are, are making history playing for the Panthers, dog. One year contract, you know, a veteran forward, um, getting the league minimum, but just a guy to come in here and, and lend his experience, lend his leadership, his veteran, sw- you know, swag to a team that is trying to get to the upper echelons of the NHL, you know, trying to break through and be a team that they can, you know, be nationally recognized for, you know, because the Panthers have made a lot of noise, especially last year, right? They broke a ton of records, um, especially franchise records. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure that they haven't broken into that mainstream media when it comes to hockey fans, right? It's not like they're all over TNT or TBS when they do the hockey nights and stuff like that. It's Bro, always, we're not a hockey town, dog, you know? It but is still, what it is. The, the, the game speaks for itself. The wind speaks oh, for itself. The talent 100%. speaks for itself, you know? Yeah, we got to love that. And we have a great fan base, don't get me Ooh. wrong, but it's just, I mean... You got to have snow, bro. It has to get really cold here, really. Honestly, to have like that, to have a hockey, you know, kind of place. Like you look at where hockey thrives in Boston and in and in Canada. And, yeah, bro. You know, New York, like cold climates, bro, where there's actually, you know, more hockey. I understand played. that part. I understand that part. But you know what South Miami, South Florida really is, dog? We're a town of winners, man. And when you win, people pay attention to you. And when you win more and you win trophies and you win divisions and you're starting to win conferences, those are things that get you put on notice. Not only down here with your hardcore initial fans, then you have the randoms guys who are like, hey, you know, what's, what's going on this Friday? Damn, I don't want to drive down to the heat. How much are those tickets? 150 bucks? How much are those Panthers tickets? 40 bucks? Yeah, let's <laughs> go to the Panthers sure, game, dog. dog. For sure. A thousand and it's percent. Nice and cool in there. It ain't hot. Come you know on, dog. Come on, man. You know that what I mean? hockey's fire, bro. You catch a couple fights. 
Yes, it's very entertaining. So again, the Panthers definitely Damn, know they have. We're going this year we for sure. No, like, together, go, like, soon. together, sooner rather than later. Yes, but like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say though, dog. Like, for for the Panthers, they know they got their hardcore fans, and if they keep winning, they keep putting up those pizza mañanas on the ice and letting people get that Papa John's deal. Keep winning conferences, keep winning your division. You're gonna be a national team, and bigger than that, more importantly than that, the Florida fan base is gonna accept you more because now you're winning. Now you're gonna get those fringe fans, the guys who want to be a part of the playoff chase, the guys who want to be, you know, rocking the cool ass alternate jerseys. You know what I mean? Yo, hard, hard. But who's do I get? It has to be Kachuk. I probably get Kachuk. It has man. to be right. I probably get Kachuk. I think that's that's the you way know? to go. I, don't, I I just got, I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna write it out. Yeah, man. Don't I got, you know what? I got to give a special shout out to Ryan Lomberg, bro. Uh, I posted his uh, goal you, bro, that against was the Islanders. Dirty, dirty, son. Yo, Chico. he didn't give up on it either. Like he, no. he was fighting that shit out completely. Up against the glass. Dog, from one knee, <sighs> dog. When again, when you think about like how hard that sport is, dog. It's crazy that the Panthers have such a good squad together, dog. They really put a squad together that can challenge for for real things, dog. Hopefully, dog. Bro, this is probably no lie. Right now, right now, this is probably the best put to, put together team or French for sure put together team in South Florida. Dolphins still have holes, right? We need to find the O line. It's crazy how shit changes in three weeks, dog. It's been seven. It's been six games for the Dolphins, so we know what they're seven. good at. No, it's gonna be seven. It's been six. No, it's oh been no, seven. seven. They're four, four and three. three, right? So we know exactly what they're good at and what exactly they're bad at. Same thing with the Heat. We know what they're lacking. We definitely know what's lacking with the Hurricanes, right? But the one team that seems to be put together that doesn't really have necessarily too many holes is the Panthers, dog. Two good goalies. A no, real good defensive defensive lineup. We've seen two good seasons already from you know mostly the same core guys who can score. So they they check off all those boxes when it comes to important things in their sport. I don't think the other teams can say that, which is crazy. It's crazy. But the let's see, man. The Panthers are are hot, man. They're gonna be hot. They're playing tomorrow night uh, in Chicago. Going to be taking on the Blackhawks. Um, I got the Panthers winning that game, bro. They're gonna be on the road for a game before they come back home. And I just think that this is a team that's destined for some type of greatness, right? They may not break a bunch of records like they did last year, but they're they're only focused yeah, on one look, thing. Look where that got us. Yeah, for sure. Nowhere, right? You out know, in the records, out in a sweep. Records are cool, but championships are cooler. That's what counts, man. That's what counts. And I, I really feel comfortable about this Panthers team because they're good on the road, man. They've won already twice on the road, heading to Chicago, heading to Philadelphia, and then heading to Arizona to start off the month in November. Good opportunities for the Panthers to just keep getting victories, keep adding those points, and uh, avoid those ties, man. They had a lot of ties last year. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about those ties. Kind of weird. Nobody likes ties. That's why no. I don't like soccer, dog. I said it. I'm sorry. I know. I know that that's blasphemous for you. That's blasphemous, bro. Dog. But like, that, there's two things that piss me off: playoff baseball that goes 18 innings Oof. without a single goddamn run. Yeah. And fucking soccer games that end in a tie. Like, let's just fucking, well, let's decide a, a winner. Flip a coin, rock, let's paper, do the scissors. Penalty kicks, dog. One time. The PKs, I, I kind of don't like that either. Like, just let it go. Let it go. Oh, just one PK no, versus one another PK. Another 45 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> you guys want to win this game? The only time who, that, who I, that I really feel like that has to happen, no matter what, is for the World Cup, right? Because, like, nations are on the line here. You right, know what right. I mean? Like, there's a lot of pride on right, the line. Right. You got to play that shit. In, if you got to play six hours of soccer, so be it. Play six hours of soccer. <laughs> one of us. Is winning this game, dog. Ain't no tie here, right? 
Ain't no tie here. One of us is winning this game. I think it's I think it's time. I feel I feel like I'm 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 relaxed enough to talk about them mm, without getting so good, angry and breaking something. You're in a good state of mind. I'm all right. Well, we did we did go out back and bash an old copy machine out of <laughs> office space uh, to get our aggression out. What a great freaking scene that a, was, though. We had a great beat by Ace that we, yeah, uh, we man. did it over. Shout out to Ace, man. We should do that. We should recreate. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, be like a, Remix like a it into a reel. <laughs> yeah, like a hurricane. Yo, don't form. give away all the secrets, dog. We got this. Oh, man, but... Dog, I mean, I mean, I'm just glad I'm a UCF fan. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all. I'm Shout saying. out to the flag that you got there, dog. You see it, dog. I see it. Um, but bro, horrible. I, I was at Horror Nights this weekend. I wasn't watching the game, but I did uh, check in on the score, and I was like, all right, Hurricanes are up twenty-one seventeen. I remember that was the yeah. last time I checked in on the game. Yeah, the Hurricanes were up twenty-one seventeen. I think Jake Garcia just had a touchdown or something like that. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, why is Jake Garcia in there? And I guess TV, yeah. we'll get into that now. He'll let me know why TVD wasn't in there. But turn back, look at the final score of the game. It was forty-five to twenty-one. Done. Hurricanes never scored again. Nope. And let up thirty-something nope. points. Yeah, we gave up uh, twenty-eight, 28 points, points in the second half. Dog, what happened uh, against Duke? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's I think I think Joel. Besides the loss, right? Besides the loss bothering me, I think what bothers me the most is how, you know, how easy it is to to see what's wrong with this team and the easy fixes that it can take. But for some reason or another, the execution is not there. The play calling is not there. The coaching is not there. The coaching is not there, right? Because there's no way. You lose like that at home. Now, granted, uh, TVD went down early, right? He was 11 of 16 in the game, 81 yards, had a touchdown to start the game. We were up 7 to end the quarter. And then on a pass play, uh, he got taken down, landed on his shoulder, and he stayed down immediately. That's never good. Never good, right? Especially and, for a quarterback. Uh, especially for a quarterback. And initial reports were like, oh, you know, he has a stinger. We want to see if he comes back in the game. And then it became, hey, he has a shoulder injury. He's definitely questionable for the second half. And then it was like, well, he's out for the rest of the game. And I didn't hear, I didn't see much of, about the injury other than that. He was going to, you know, get some tests done, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. I asked the plug today, Vic. I was like, yo, what have you heard from TVD? He's like, nothing yet, man. He's been walking around in the sling. MRI is coming up, and they're going to have the results soon. I'm worried for that kid, man, uh, because, that, that you know, it's a show, throwing shoulder, and you can tell that he was in immediate play, uh, pain when he went down. And this is a guy that we had talked about uh, numerous times being the first quarterback taken in this upcoming draft. I don't know how this impacts that, right? Um, obviously, it's not good for it. And it's not good for the Hurricanes. And I don't know if his injury is what kind of like dis- disoriented the rest of the team. But we've seen oh. Jake Garcia come in before. So the, the starting quarterback going down <laughs> dismantles the defense. And, but here's and the difference. them from stopping people and scoring. Here's the difference. This team has a real backup quarterback. The Hurricanes have a legit starter. Sure. Right? And Jake Garcia. This kid, and we've seen him come in and not miss a beat. Okay. Right with the other team that we're talking about, that you're referencing to, we seen the t- the other guy come in and miss a beat completely. I'm not. No, I wasn't referencing that. I was, but go on, go on. You know what I mean? Um, f- so Jake Garcia comes in and it's like, all right, we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna try to help him. No running game. Immediately throwing the ball. You know, and Jake Garcia struggled, bro. He had three interceptions on the day. Duke scores 17 points unanswered in the second half. Right. 
Now we're going down 10, and then the Hurricanes come out, and we put up a quick 14 points, and it's like, all right, we're in it, you know. Duke scores, and it's like, well, it's 24 to 21. We're in this game heading into the fourth quarter. Let, let's shut these guys down. We're home. Let's shut these guys down. 21 zip in the fourth quarter. I can look at stats. I can look at plays. No I can point to, to injuries. There's no need to. I I know what's wrong there's with this one, team. There's one, there's one stat to look at. I know what's wrong with this team. Besides that, that's the, the, the obvious is the obvious. We're three and four, one and two in the conference. We're not a good team. That, that much is obvious, right? What needs to become obvious to everybody else right now is that the issue is a combination of the coaching and the players. Are the players good enough? Maybe not, right? A lot of Manny's guys. Offensive line is uh, is in shambles. The D, that's a you know a head case of its own. We have zero DBs back there. Um, but the other half of that is coaching. You got to know who your personnel is. You got to know what their limitations are and what type of position you're going to put them in in order to execute your game plan that you're putting together. You can't just say, well, this is my game plan. If you don't get it, you guys suck, and you guys are going to suck on the field. That's not how it works, dog. You need to be able to adjust whatever it is that you want to do for what's happening at the moment. And I don't think that's happening because if if it were happening, we would run the ball a lot more. But we don't. And they got know? backs. I remember this was a conversation we had at the beginning of the season that I, I questioned whether or not they had, you know, because of the fact we've always had historical great you know, running backs. We've always had good running backs that, that end up becoming NFL caliber talent for years, you know, for, you know, multiple years, not just one and done. And, you know, I, that was something I was questioning. And we saw early on that we had pretty good running backs. You know, we got, uh, what was it, uh, Jalen Knighton. We fumbled got, the ball. Um, uh, what's his name? Jake guy? Garcia Franklin, fumbled Franklin twice. Jr. Yeah. What yeah. did he do in that game? Did he, did he get any action in that game? I know he's like the third, Nothing. second or third running back. You were your top scheme. three rushers, okay? You had Henry Parrish Jr. And Henry Parrish was the third one. I was 11 for 63. Okay. Jalen Knight, uh, 7 for 26. And Keyshawn Smith, 1 for 7. Yo, but Henry Parrish being the, the number one running back and he only got 11 carries that game? That goes back to what I was saying. What dog. is that, dog? There's no commitment here. He's good. He's good. He's a good shifty and, and, back. and look, and even if they're having issues, right? Because like I said, these guys put the ball on the ground. Jalen Knight, again, third game in a row, I think he put the ball on the ground. Uh, Van Dyke had a had a fumble when he got hurt, I believe. Uh, Jake Garcia fumbled twice, getting hit twice. On top of the three interceptions, the, there's not a lot of things that you can point to and say this 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 is good on the team, you know? The only bright spot that came out of that game, no lie, was Colby Young. No, two bright spots. My bad. Kobe Young and um, the kid I gave a shout-out to last week, Akeem Mesidor. Kid showed up again. Six tackles, three solos, two tackles for a loss. You know? This is a guy that's putting out hardcore effort on the defensive line because nobody else that worked the defensive line had as many tackles as he did. Nobody else had tackles for loss. I mean, wait, there was two tackles for losses. Just two. No, there were five in total. Excuse me. But Mesador had two by himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not there. There are spots. Kobe Young, really good emerging receiver, and this is a guy who just got on the scene. He's literally, I think, his third or second game for the Hurricanes. Six catches. Uh, he put up a hundred yards, um, one hundred twenty-seven yards with two touchdowns. Make some nice catches. Really good player. Seventy-one yard bomb. Can it work? 
is there something that this team can work on to get better? Because right now, it's not getting better. It's progressively getting worse. And that's you're going backwards. Blame the players all you want. Blame that you didn't have the recruiting time. Blame whatever you want. At the end of the day, the head coach is responsible. And he came out today saying, oh, my head coaches are you know pretty good. They have all this experience, this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. Homie, that's a very expensive assistant coach room that you got there. There needs to be results because those are the guys that are, should be working with the guys individually, the players individually to help them get better. Again, know what their limitations are, put them in place to succeed. Yeah, and the thing that sucks is that it's college. It's not the NFL. If it was the NFL, you'd be like, all right, dog, you know what? We're tanking. We're going to take, you know, this coach that we invested all his money in. And what's your plan? What's your vision? You know, this is a wash. What do we got to do to get to the next season? And you can't do that in college, unfortunately, because you can't tank. There's no incentive for tanking. You don't get picks or anything like that. And all you would do is lose all of your commitments for, for draft class, which it's currently going on right now you know people are, are decommitting and flipping from from the u and it's because of the fact that there's no faith there i mean there was a lot of hype going into this program this year i mean i was one of those guys i was really looking forward to that you were one of those guys looking forward to that everybody was really hyped about this mario cristobal era and what we were going to be able to do under mario cristobal and it's just been very very lackluster and underwhelming as far as uh, as, as a whole we've seen little spots like you've said here and there you know with tvd early on and, and you know a couple spots maybe here and there on the offensive side for individual players but as a whole it's just been bust bro and and you know what to give coach uh Cristobal some slack right we expected bumps in the road nobody expected this guy to come out here and win 12 games go undefeated whatever whatever no man that's not what we expected but damn dog you lose four games already in the season you lose to Texas A&M on the road close game 17 to 9 but then you follow that up with a 45 to 31 loss Middle Tennessee State, and then you follow that up with another ugly loss against North Carolina at home, with another forty-five point loss at home to Duke. No, dog, no, that's that's not that's not the expectation here, homie. And I don't care again what the money is. I don't care what the contract says. I don't care. Losing like that is not acceptable. And there's no way that that's going to be tolerated by the fans, for sure, nor by the people paying the, the money, right, to him and his staff for more than two years, dog. No way. There's no way that no, we lose is, is four that, games before the season's over if, like this if next ne- year. If next year through f- six games the Hurricanes are under 500, Chico. Manny's out. Manny's out. Manny's out. No, Cristobal's out. <laughs> Manny's out too, though. <laughs> Bring him in and get him back get out. out. Get him back out again. Uh, no, crystal balls out. You know what I mean. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's big time trouble in paradise when it comes to this team, dog. Big time, big time. Honeymoon is definitely over. That the the questions are starting to be asked, and now it's time to pay the piper, dog. No matter what happens, bro, and and especially down here because people treat this team like if it, like if it is a professional team. So all that stuff being said in the newspapers, on Twitter, by the beat writers, the guys who are covering the team, people like ourselves. That shit adds up, man. When you're when you're losing like this, losses are okay. Tell me you lose on the road to a tough team, to a ranked opponent. Hey, it is what it is, man. Crystal Ball doesn't have his guys yet. That Texas A&M game hasn't even been the worst one, bro. No, dog. Where they didn't put up a single touchdown and it was all field goals and end up losing on the road in a game that they should have won. That game doesn't even look that bad now in retrospect. Compared oh, you've to this given game up 117 game. points and three losses to three bad teams. 
Middle Tennessee State, North Carolina, Duke. Awful. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Like, that's not it, bro. That's yeah. not it. So, it got announced today that the FSU game is going to be primetime, 730, which is yeah. shocking to me. Shocking. Because that this team does not deserve to be playing at 730. And I have a lot of reservations about that game, dog. Even if we go out there and beat Virginia on Saturday, which is a toss-up right now because it's on the road. Another 12.30 start because they don't even want to put this team close to 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Go find it on channel 528. ESPN, the Ocho. The Ocho, which was in town actually this week, dog. They were actually doing their thing. Let's see, bro. This, this, this hurricane season is definitely over. The one thing that we have to look forward to is FSU game. It's always good to beat FSU. But there's no way a Hurricane fan can feel confident right now about that game. No shot. Forget about the Clemson game. Forget about that game. We're going to get embarrassed. Hey, the Clemson just lost. Whatever. They got upset. Those guys are getting ready to embarrass us. But they got upset to a pretty good team. Bro, I promise you, those teams, Virginia, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Pitt, they got us circled. A thousand percent, they got us circled. Hey, 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 this is a game we can get, guys. A thousand percent. That's awful. And that's awful, dog. Mario better wake up, man. Him and the staff better wake up. Well, before uh, you you change, you know, subjects, I just want to shout out my UCF Knights, who are 5-2, and 2-1 two, two and one in conference play, and they're third in their division, just behind Tulane and Cincinnati. Man. So just shout out the UCF Knights. Charge right. on. <laughs> Charge on. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, that's what we say. That's super weird. But, yeah, uh, I guess if we could end the show with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, my brother. Absolutely, man. We can catch the rest of this uh, Miami Heat game currently down right now. But uh, I, I got a real good feeling about this second half. We're going to see something turn up. Uh, you know what to do, y'all. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. Make sure to check out OnlyFans on YouTube channel right now. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Drop a comment. And more importantly, tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell another friend. And while they're at it, tell them to tell one more friend. To tell them one more time about this podcast and what we got going on, man. This podcast is dropping every Tuesday for you guys. We got OnlyFans and we got a lot of other stuff in the works that we really know you guys are going to enjoy. So until next time, peace. peace.